The season of Advent highlights the ministry of John the Baptizer. He is the one to prepare the people to meet their Lord and God. He is a wild-looking man who is dressed in camel hair clothes, leather belt, whose diet includes locusts and honey. Oh, he doesn't live in the comforts of the city, but hangs out in the wilderness where large crowds of people gather to hear his call of repentance preaching. Why? Why the wilderness? Why camel hair clothing and a leather belt? Why? Oh, the people of his day knew what his outfit meant. Just like we would know what a person was trying to communicate if he dressed in army fatigues, ate MREs, and lived in a prepper's bunker. The message is clear. There is a battle coming. Get yourselves ready. When the first century people saw John's outfit, they thought of the prophet Elijah, who wore the very same uniform. Just check it out in 2 Kings chapter 1. Speaking of Elijah, it says, He had a garment of hair and had a leather belt around his waist. But it was more than duplicating his outfit. It was also his echoed call to repent or perish. One of the last recorded confrontations that Elijah had with the wayward king of Israel was a divine show of power and destruction against those who disobeyed. The king of Israel, Ahaziah, was fed up with Elijah's constant call to repentance, and he sent out 50 men to bring him in from the wilderness and silence him once and for all. But here's what happened instead. 2 Kings chapter 1 records it this way. Then the king sent to Elijah a captain with his company of 50 men. The captain went to Elijah, who was sitting on top of a hill. And he said to him, Man of God, the king says, Come down. Elijah answered the captain, If I'm a man of God, may fire come down from heaven and consume you and your 50 men. Then fire fell from heaven and consumed the captain and his men. But the king of Israel was persistent. And second king goes on to record, At this the king sent to Elijah another captain with his fifty men. The captain said to him, Man of God, this is what the king says. Come down at once. If I'm a man of God, Elijah replied, May fire come down from heaven and consume you and your fifty men. Then the fire of God fell from heaven and consumed him and his fifty men. At the word of Elijah, one hundred foot soldiers and their captains now lay dead at the foot of the hill. The second king's account goes on to say, So the king sent a third captain with his fifty men. This third captain went up and fell on his knees before Elijah. Oh, man of God, he begged, please have respect for my life and the lives of these fifty men, your servants. See? Fire has fallen from heaven and consumed the first two captains and all of the men. Now, have respect for my life. Elijah did not call down fire on the third set of men and peacefully went with them and announced to the king that his life was soon to end. And it did. The very next event for Elijah was to be miraculously taken up to heaven via a fiery chariot, bypassing his own death. So when John showed up in the wilderness dressed as Elijah. It meant something, and the people knew what it meant. John's 
his Elijah message, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand, resounded in their ears with meaning. Yes, let us turn from our sins, lest the fire of God fall on us too. And in large numbers they came, they repented, and were washed of their sins in the Jordan River. But here's where the story goes off script from Elijah. The one that John pointed to and said that he was not worthy to untie his shoelaces wasn't dressed in camo. He didn't lead a rebellion and as far as John could see wasn't going to set anyone on fire, not even his enemies. And when the disciples of Jesus suggested that, you know, calling down fire from heaven on the Samaritans was exactly what they needed to be doing, Jesus scolded them. So confusing was the way of Jesus that John sent some of his followers to ask Jesus if he was the one that, you know, they've been waiting for, or should they expect another? Jesus had not come to establish a political presence. Any politics could be in his service. Yes, even that of Caesar. So any threat to bring down fire from heaven on political opponents was not in his agenda. He had not come to destroy evil people and establish a group who was in and those who were out. In the end, there was no favored race of people. Not even one gender was superior to another. Listen to Galatians chapter 3. So in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male or, and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. John's Advent message was on point. Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. God's wrath was coming, and there will be death for sinners. But what was completely unexpected was that this wrath would be borne by God Himself. The fire that fell from heaven would fall on Jesus and not His enemies. The wrath of God would consume the life of the only one on earth who was truly innocent, Jesus. Repent means to change the way you think and act. Turn from trusting in the powers of this world and the powerful as the way to set things right. Turn from trusting in yourself to the one who has received the wrath of God and rose again on Easter morning from death to life. This Holy Spirit worked turning to faith in Jesus turns from any other way of living to now living in the way of Jesus, trusting Him, loving Him, and obeying His commandments and walking in His ways. May the Lord then bless you as you continue in this Advent season. Be sure to add the midweek 6 p.m. Advent services to your calendar of events. And so we'll see you all this weekend in Bible class and worship.